Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What the Heck is Crypto? I'm your host, Stephen Cesaro. We're recording this a little early this week on Tuesday, November 22nd. So if you're listening now, I hope you all just had a happy Thanksgiving. We just had a uh, much-needed rally in markets this morning. ETH is uh, currently trading at 11.32, Bitcoin at about 16.2K. So it's a a happy change from from yesterday. We were... uh, we were looking pretty ugly there for a second. Uh, not out of the woods yet, but you know we'll see if we can get a little more uh, relief this week into the holiday. Got some big things for you in this episode. Uh, I want to tell you all about the the publicly traded security that could be behind the rise and fall of the recent crypto bull market. Uh, but first, one addendum to the FTX drama from last week. You'll uh, recall that we, we were talking about a uh, quote-unquote hacker who accessed about 250 million or so in funds from an FTX wallet. The hacker converted those funds into Ethereum. Uh, some people were hopeful that he was just gonna just gonna become a, a hodler of ETH, but um, yeah, it turned out uh, not so much. This weekend, that wallet started dumping the ETH for Ren BTC, triggered sell-off in markets. Uh, ETH had stabilized around $1,200 at the time, but uh, fell pretty quickly below 1100 uh, flirted with with uh, new lows around the uh, 1080 range or so. Um, so not not so good there. Uh, Ren BTC is a it's a bit of like a Bitcoin DeFi uh, derivative. It's a project that basically takes real Bitcoin, uh, locks it up, and and sort of issues a uh, tokenized version of it on the Ethereum chain. It's got this bridge where you can send Bitcoin in and then get Ren BTC on Ethereum. You can also send Ren BTC in on Ethereum and then get Bitcoin out to to a Bitcoin address. So hackers probably just trying to launder that money. Uh, maybe thinks it's a little easier to get away with it if he's if he's got Bitcoin as opposed to ETH. I don't know. I'm no uh, money laundering expert, but uh, I, I do know it has not been a good time uh, for the markets. Now that was uh, that was. That would, would have been bad enough this weekend, but we also had some some other drama uh, to, to end the week last week with uh, DCG, 
the Digital Currency Group. Uh, DCG is a big sort of a venture company in the crypto space. They've got a whole bunch of uh, subsidiaries un uh, under them, uh, everything from from uh, CoinDesk to uh, most notably uh, the, the the big crypto lender uh, Genesis and and Grayscale. Uh, Grayscale owns and operates GBTC, the uh, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Now, Genesis had originally reported that they uh, were caught up in the FTX crash, uh, said it didn't really affect the business. Uh, then they told us they lost $175 million. And then uh, apparently their uh, parent company, DCG, uh, said they had to raise a, a billion dollars. Uh, now it's apparently $500 million. Um, but if it doesn't get that money, they're, they're apparently going under. So already seeing more contagion from this, the uh, Gemini Exchange, a very well-known U.S. exchange, I, I believe run by the, the Winklevoss twins, the uh, Gemini Exchange recently paused redemptions of its, its Earn product, which uses Genesis uh, lending desk on the back end, as do a whole bunch of other products in this space. Uh, if you haven't done so already and you are still able to do so, please take your funds out of any interest-bearing crypto accounts if you have not done so already and still can. I know we've been uh, harping on this ever since the Voyager and Celsius blow up earlier this year. Uh, that contagion is now spread to Genesis. And I, I think any, any account that is paying you interest on your crypto is probably not safe. So crypto is really on edge right now because uh, GBTC, the, the, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, is potentially in danger of uh, unwinding and, and, and causing some, some massive chaos uh, in the markets. Again, uh, GBTC is owned under DCG, the Digital Currency Group, which is uh, trying to raise uh, you know, $500 million to a $1 billion to, to stay solvent currently. Grayscale uh, Bitcoin Trust is this... Uh, kind of weird little instrument that's a little tricky for, for people to understand. It's, it's basically a trust that holds uh, Bitcoin. They, they also have trust for a, a variety of other products like, like Ethereum, Chainlink, uh, and, and so on. But the, the Bitcoin trust is far and away the, the biggest and one of the biggest uh, you know potential uh, time bombs in the space right now. Uh, the trust currently holds about 600,000 Bitcoins worth around $10 billion. That's that's 3.3% of the entire supply of, of Bitcoin in this trust. So uh, a big deal, big deal right now uh, with this up in limbo. Uh, the, the, the trust is registered with the SEC, which makes it a really popular way for uh, a lot of institutions to get access to Bitcoin who otherwise cannot buy actual coins because of uh, you know, regulations and uh, not, not just institutions, but people who have, uh, you know, uh, retirement accounts, uh, 401ks, uh, what, whatever it may be, they, they can't really go out and, and buy coins. So a lot of people have been buying GBTC as this uh, proxy for Bitcoin, right? And be, because it was like the only game in town where you could buy Bitcoin through a traditional brokerage account, uh, GBTC became like super popular, uh, especially in the uh, 2020, 2021 uh bull markets, um, so much so that it, it traded at a huge premium to the actual uh, net asset value. Uh, what does that mean? It, it means that, so the trust may hold, say, a, 
a billion dollars of, of Bitcoin within it. But demand for the trust could be so great that the shares of the trust might trade on the market uh, at like, say, like a 50%, even like 100% premium. So if shares of the Bitcoin trust end up trading at 100% premium, you're, you're basically buying shares in the trust like it owns $2 billion uh, of Bitcoin, but there's only a, a billion dollars there. And, and why would people do that? Well, because, you know, demand for this particular instrument, demand for access to Bitcoin uh, was just greater than the supply of uh, available instruments to buy it. GBTC has just been the only game in town because of some decisions made by the SEC, which uh, we'll get into a little later. Now, GBTC is kind of a crappy way to hold Bitcoin, uh, maybe even uh, downright dangerous for, for a couple of reasons here. The, the first is that it carries an enormous management fee, right? Like it, it's pretty common to pay you know, 0.2%, 0.3%, maybe even 1% on like a super aggressive uh, mutual fund. GPTC, I believe, charges 2% on uh, the, the Bitcoin in there. But, 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 but even worse than that, they, they, they apparently charge this fee on the basis of the value of the Bitcoin, not the value of the trust shares itself. And that, that's especially relevant right now because uh, recently the, the trust has been trading at, at close to a 50% discount to the actual Bitcoin in there. So there's, there's you know $10 billion of Bitcoin in the trust. The shares of the trust in aggregate are only worth $5 billion on the open market, but then they're charging 2% on $10 billion. So you're effectively paying 4% a year <laughs> for somebody to just basically hold Bitcoin for you, uh, you know, at the end, at, after 10 years, you've, 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 you've lost half the value, uh, <laughs> of your, of your holdings at that rate. It's, it's, it's a uh, pretty egregious, but, but even worse than the fees, like a lot of people have gotten trapped in recent months because, uh, there was this belief that because shares of GBTC were trading under the value of Bitcoin, that it was some sort of bargain. People thought, oh, I can buy I can buy a share of $100 of Bitcoin for 90 cents, 80 cents, 70 cents, 60 cents on the dollar. What a deal. What could go wrong? But it, it, it's turned out that that's been a bit of a trap is, is that that discount has kept going down and down and down and down. And there's people who who bought the trust. And even though Bitcoin price may have stayed flat since they bought it, um, they're, they're now down money because the, 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 the discount has increased uh, so, so badly. But... But that discount didn't always exist in GBTC. In fact, GBTC, as I mentioned earlier, used to trade at a, a very significant uh, premium to the, the assets in it. And this, this premium is, is really important here because it's, it, it's sort of what got us into a lot of uh, the sticky situation that we're currently in in the, in, in the crypto markets. Um, what you could do in the trust is if you are a uh, accredited investor, you are able to basically deposit BTC in the trust and then you get shares back at, at par value. And if you wait six months, uh, you, can, well, you can get those shares, uh, take possession of them and then sell them on the open market. So in the beginning of the bull run, uh, there was a whole slew of hedge funds doing a, some sort of a arb trade where they would basically borrow some Bitcoin, they'd put it in the trust, they'd get shares of the trust in six months, and they'd sell it at like a 20, 30, 40% markup, um, which is, you know, solid 70, 80% uh, annualized return, uh, not bad. So 
Obviously, a lot of people did this. Uh, we'll get into some of the details of that uh, a little bit. I want to, you know, take it back to uh, the problem at hand here. Like, what is, what is the danger? Why are the markets so concerned about um, about GBTC, about DCG? Well, as I mentioned, DCG, the Digital Currency Group, this venture fund that owns that owns Genesis Lending, that owns uh, the Grayscale Trust. They did announce last week that they need money to remain solvent. The worry right now in the industry is that a DCG insolvency would lead towards the unwinding of GBTC. And unwinding GBTC could be really, really bad for the markets because we're talking about um, taking 600,000 Bitcoins that currently have no mechanism for coming out of the fund and just releasing them into the wild. And, and, and DCG would presumably sell them to meet its debt obligations. But there's also a lot of people who've put on bread trade of sorts where they, they've they bought uh, grayscale and, 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 and shorted Bitcoin um, to uh, make a particular spread trade. Uh, the result of that that spread trade would would be GBTC going up in value, but also uh, the, the you know the, the price of Bitcoin uh, coming down in value, uh, kind of meeting it somewhere in the middle, uh, hopefully. But uh, we we saw like twenty or thirty million dollars of ETH uh, sold this weekend. It caused the price to tank like six seven. Percent. Uh, imagine what uh, ten billion dollars of, of of Bitcoin sell pressure would do. Uh, it would be uh, potentially catastrophic. So, so everybody's really freaking out over what is going to happen uh, with this situation. Is is DCG going to be able to raise this money? If if not, are they going to dissolve the trust? What is going to happen in the markets? Uh, a, a lot of a lot of drama right now. But if if that wasn't bad enough, there's been some. Uh, detective work making the rounds uh, on Twitter, um, people analyzing some of the uh, SEC filings and and digging into the relationship between uh, the Bitcoin trust, between uh, Genesis Lending and and with uh, Three Arrows Capital, who we've we've talked a little bit about in the past. The Three Arrows Capital, Three AC, as they were referred to, in short, were a enormous uh, fund. It, Probably the biggest fund in the, in, in the space, I think, and and they blew up in the spring uh, with the the collapse of of Luna. It was just just a crazy, uh, crazy blow up that nobody uh, saw coming in a million years. People wondering uh, how the hell did this even happen? And it it looks like we may be getting an answer into what happened. How how did Three AC blow up? How how could they lose so much money? How could they get so much leverage in the first place. So, so the working theory is, is this. Now, I mentioned to you earlier how if you're an accredited investor working with GBTC, you can get Bitcoin, deposit it in the trust, get shares of the trust, wait six months, sell the shares at a premium profit. So it seems like what may have happened here was that Three Hours Capital borrowed Bitcoin from Genesis itself, Genesis who is connected to the same parent company as GBTC. They then turned around, took that Bitcoin they borrowed, put it into the trust, got GBTC, right? So this is already a little bit sketchy because you know Genesis is basically in, inflating the value of the, uh, one of their other sister companies' holdings, which generates obviously a lot of fees for the, for the parent company. Um, but, but, but worse than that, it, it then seems as though Genesis allowed Three Arrows Capital to take the 
GBTC shares that they just created from borrowing the Bitcoin for Genesis. And then they loaned them dollars on those uh, GBTC shares, at which point Three Arrows Capital could once again go back to Genesis, pledge them dollars, borrow more Bitcoin and kind of do this trade uh, over and over again. Or uh, what they also did was they sort of took these dollars and just straight up went levered long Bitcoin in it. Uh, they bought, uh, <laughs> you know, heavily invested in projects like Luna just basically seemed to have absolutely juice the value of Bitcoin and a whole bunch of other coins in the space using this this uh, sketchy sort of recursive lending process that just get absolutely out of hand and, and, and seems like it, it it shouldn't have happened. But it, it's easy to see how it, it 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 did happen, though, because from the perspective of, of, of Grayscale, like they, they want the GBTC trust to grow because they make a lot in fees, you know, at a $10 billion uh, net asset value. That, that fund is taking in $200 million a year in fees. Um, who wouldn't want to juice that up? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, so Grayscale's making more money on the fees. Uh, three Arrows is, ha- is, is happy. They're making free money on this carry trade. They're getting free leverage to go long Bitcoin and long Luna. Um, everything seems to be great until, of course, prices of stuff start going down. The GBTC premium goes from, you know, a 40, 50, 30, 20% premium to, to a negative a negative premium. And suddenly this entire ARB trade doesn't exist anymore. A lot of people who are doing this trade are now um, left with some some bad debt. And as Bitcoin price goes down, a lot of the, the value of these, uh, the, the collateral that 3AC took out to get these loans is is now um, you know, making these loans effectively um, delinquent. And as if this wasn't all bad enough, uh, like one final punch in the gut, it, it, it seems that when Genesis was loaning money against 3Rs Capital's GBTC, if 3Rs Capital had, say, 100 million of GBTC and GBTC is trading at a you know, 30% discount, you know, it might mean there's roughly like 100 and, 130 million or so of Bitcoin in the trust, but the shares themselves are only worth $100 million on the open market. It seems, though, that Genesis was actually marking the value of their collateral, not on the value of the GBTC that they loaned against, but on the value of the Bitcoin in the GBTC. So this is a bit of a, I don't know if I would go as far to say fraudulent, but certainly a very sketchy uh, accounting practice that could lead you to have like a bunch of loans that are uh, are marked against the collateral that d- just doesn't have that value on the open market. And it, you know, people have been wondering for for a while, like why the GBTC premium is is so negative. Like why aren't a bunch of people ta- uh, you stepping up and taking this like seemingly free money trade to basically short Bitcoin, buy GBTC and weigh it and collect that spread? Well, 
it seems as though there was just like a lot of forced selling of this collateral happening in the background, a lot of bad loans in the background that maybe a lot of us uh, don't know about. There's just a lot of contagion still left over from Luna, left over from FTX that is is, is getting purged from the, the, the space. And it seems like every day we wake up and we hear about um, some new some new connection that's 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 going bad, um, a, new, a new way that can uh, send all of our coins to hell, and it's uh, it's it's getting rough every day to to <laughs> to just keep hearing uh, bad news after bad news. Um, uh, but 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 anyway, uh, a lot of this sounds really bad, and a lot of this is, is really bad, I would say. But but ultimately, as long as GBTC doesn't get dissolved. A lot of the catastrophic downside should be limited here because there should be uh, no forced selling of vast amounts of spot Bitcoin. So everybody's now asking, like, will this uh, will this actually go bad? What could cause this to to go bad? Um, will we get a Chapter Eleven bankruptcy from Genesis uh, from from uh, DCG, or will they be able to raise the money? And it seems as though we have a bit of like a like there's like a bit of a Mexican standoff going on right now where. Uh, Genesis Lending owes a bunch of people money, and Genesis has also sort of put the debt from uh, Theros Capital on the books of, of DCG. So Genesis effectively owes DCG a billion dollars and then owes a bunch of other creditors a uh, billion dollars, and the DCG parent company is trying to raise money to, to plug that hole. Um, it does seem that it's in all of the creditors' best interests to basically negotiate a resolution with DCG. Um, since DCG does still own the Bitcoin trust and that Bitcoin trust is a cash cow that just prints uh, a couple of hundred million dollars a year, uh, a year in fees. And presumably DCG should be able to go out in the market and get some sort of financing on this, this nice juicy uh, stream of cash flows if people could know that there's not some sort of um, risk from these other creditors who are tied into all of this. Everyone probably is going to have to take a little bit of a haircut. You know, the people who are owed money by Genesis are probably going to have to you know, negotiate some concessions with DCG. But, but, but the alternative could be that there is no there is no haircut. DCG is not able to raise money um, because that looming, uh, looming uh, bankruptcy you know, hangs overhead, uh, inability to pay those debts off, uh, financiers don't come in. And then the Bitcoin trust sort of, it doesn't get to be this uh, cash chow generating millions of years to pay off these debts. And then maybe everything kind of goes to hell. Uh, and, and, and ultimately that would lead probably to chapter 11. And that would probably lead to the dissolution of uh, GBTC and, 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 you know, some, some crazy, uh, sell pressure in the markets in a in a worst case scenario here. So something to uh, keep in mind if you are a crypto investor right now. This is like a big uh, sword kind of hanging over uh, everybody's necks as we uh, wait and, <laughs> and see what's going to happen here. Uh, Barry Silbert, the uh, founder of Grayscale, has been really quiet uh, for the past few days, and it's it's made us all uh, uh, a little bit uneasy. Do I think bankruptcy is going to happen? I don't know how qualified I am to to speculate on this, but it it does make sense to me. You know, the game theory sort of plays out. Um, it's 
that everybody should cooperate here, take a little bit of a haircut and, and go home with you know, 70, 80 cents on the dollar. And then instead of, instead of 20 uh, or zero, that, that, that makes sense. But uh, there is a lot of, a lot of risk in spite of that. So in closing for this episode, I, I want to just kind of bring this all back and just remind us uh, how we got here in the first place. And, you know, one could argue that all roads currently lead back to our good friends at the SEC. And, and, and why is that? Well, the reason that GBTC exists in the first place, this kind of crappy product that is like similar to an ETF, but worse in most every way because there's not this redemption mechanism and thus um, like a Bitcoin ETF wouldn't trade at like a huge discount to the price of Bitcoin because there's a mechanism to to keep the price in line. Um, but the SEC has denied every single uh, spot Bitcoin ETF. They, they approved a, a futures ETF, which is probably even worse for the market, but they have at this point uh, denied uh, every uh, BTC ETF. They've even denied uh, Grayscale's own attempts to turn a GBTC uh, into an ETF. So as a result of this crappy SEC regulation, uh, GBTC, this kind of dog shit product, has been the only option available for retail uh, investment accounts over you know the last four or five years or however long it's it, it's been in, in, in existence uh, because it's the only game in town uh, grayscale can get away with charging these like exorbitant fees that are just really harming uh, the people who invest in, in in this product especially in the long run um, but even worse it it sort of enables this dynamic where GPTC traded at this huge premium to the actual Bitcoin in the underlying trust. And because GBTC traded at a huge premium to the actual Bitcoin in the trust, it allowed for this sketchy arbitrage trade to happen. And it led for it led to the rise of these funds like Three Arrows Capital doing this ARB trade, which inevitably uh, sort of led to uh, the creation of crazy amounts of irresponsible leverage in the system and, and all this leverage uh, not only pumped crypto to uh, unsustainable levels that, you know, it probably wouldn't have hit otherwise, certainly wouldn't have hit as, as quickly as it did otherwise. I don't think anybody was ready for Bitcoin to go to 69,000 last bull market uh, as quickly as it did. Um, but, but, but even worse than inflating the Bitcoin price, like it, it just led to a dynamic where there's just so much froth on the system that this froth it found its way into all these trash products trying to chase some sort of return, uh, you know, the, namely Luna slash UST, the, the enormous blow up that just absolutely annihilated, you know, $20 billion or so of user funds, uh, killed CFI lenders such as, uh, you know, Celsius, uh, Voyager, um, and then ultimately led to the downfall of uh, Alameda, and, and, and then FTX exchange, which is now, you know, the, perhaps the second biggest financial fraud that, that that's ever happened. Uh, we're now looking at, uh, just a, a, a trail of wreckage and the, the death of confidence in crypto crypto in a, in a long winter in front of us. And all this happened, I would argue, because the SEC decided to regulate in the way 
that it did. They, they sort of were like the butterfly that flapped its wings and, and, and caused a hurricane uh, on the other side of the world. Um, although I, I think some would say that this was, uh, you know, an entirely predictable uh, outcome um, given, uh, given the events that took place. So uh, once again, I'd like to tip my hat to you, uh, Gary Gensler, the chair of the SEC. A uh, reminder to everybody that uh, Gary has been, uh, you know, canoodling uncomfortably close with our, our friend at FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, his parents, his connections, um, you know, to a lot of stuff that he probably shouldn't have connections to. I, I, I think that with Republicans in charge of the House now, we maybe can look forward to uh, seeing some uh, pressure applied to Gary, uh, to the whole SEC. I think a uh, change of leadership there would 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 do us uh, very good because, you know, in the name of quote unquote helping consumers, there's they're sort of creating conditions that are just allowing enormous amounts of uh, fraud to take place. You know, fraud that isn't the result or, or fault of of cryptocurrency, right? Especially like you know quote unquote good cryptocurrencies, you know, the OG cryptocurrencies, your, your, your Bitcoins, your, your Ethereum. It's not Bitcoin's fault that all this financial engineering and, and shady wheeling and dealing and lending and, and leverage happened. It's, it's the fault of, of, of government regulation, regulatory capture. It's the fault of, of you know, possibly corrupt politicians that we, uh, we sit here today. And on that super hopeful, uh, positive note, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up for this week. I'm going to, you know, keep you abreast of all the news as it comes out. I, I, I hope that this story uh, fades into the background uh, in the coming weeks. I would uh, love to get back to talking about, um, you know, some of the some of the investments I want to make in, in, in crypto back to talking about uh, protocols and so just some big ideas. But uh, the, the stuff right now, unfortunately, is uh, just uh, it's just too big to ignore. Uh, if you consider yourself to be a crypto investor, you you, you got to be uh, you got to be in tune uh, w- w- with what's happening here. Got to have your ear to the ground because uh, the 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 outcome of, of, of this FTX debacle, the outcome of this uh, DCG uh, fundraise potential bankruptcy uh, could could have an enormous 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 uh, ripple effect uh, on the crypto space, either sending us way lower or potentially you know causing us to have a a bottom maybe near here if uh, this gets resolved in a positive manner and it turns out that you know the the tra- traditional markets are are not as as bad maybe uh, as people thought uh, going to next year. So that's uh, that's the upside uh, hope for you. Until then, I don't think there's any harm in waiting, uh, sitting on your hands, and uh, just seeing how this all plays out. Uh, traditionally, you've had a lot of time to buy the bottom in crypto markets. I know it doesn't feel like that at the time. I know it feels like every time uh, we hit a bottom and then price pumps three or four percent, you think that's it, you missed it, and it's going to go straight up, and you you missed a generational buy. But uh, it's just basically never the case. So, yeah. Uh, Take some time off. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Christmas, maybe even. Have a good New Year. Uh, Come back in Q1. uh, See how all this dust settles. And uh, I think you'll have a clearer picture of what to do with your uh, crypto investment monies. Uh, So on that note, once again, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And I will see you next week.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.